and welcome to episode 61 of the Paul Norton podcast. Now, today's episode is a very special podcast and a very unique podcast. And, you know, the reason being is that four months ago now, my dad passed away suddenly. And I haven't done a podcast in about probably six weeks now. And I always do these podcasts on a Friday. So I felt today was, it was very fitting to do a podcast and not just on everything, but just like how I've sort of dealt and got through the past like four, four weeks or that, because you know, this is something that we probably don't see often, especially when it comes to health and fitness. And, you know, when I do these episodes, they're very raw, they're very authentic and I don't have any script. I kind of just talk how I feel. And I think that's quite an interesting thing because something that I think is very rare these days, especially when it comes to social media, is authenticity. So, see, there we go. I'm really bad with these words. But being authentic, that's better. Because so much on social media and so much of even real life is very fake, you know, People have this persona about how life is amazing and there's this and there's that. So when I do a podcast or I do emails or I do my content, I don't try to be someone I'm not. You know, I talk how I am now. I find in my podcast, though, I'm probably a little bit more deeper than in person. In person, a bit of a goofball. But I love these podcasts because I love being able to just talk, you know, meaningfully. I talk about things that are important, especially with health and fitness. And, you know, I've said this the last few weeks that our health is our wealth. It's so, so, so important. And, you know, my dad passed away suddenly. It was was a shock. You know, I was in San Diego and got the phone call off my brother and came back in the first, you know, the first flight he could. And it was the worst flight I've ever been on, you know, because you don't know what to expect in your head you're trying to you know you're trying to pre-plan the worst case scenario but by god the worst case scenario it was a lot harder when it when, when it actually happened and you know my dad's a great man jeez he was a, a gentle giant he was a saint he was he was very much a giver you know probably similar to myself i'm not one for take and stuff I'm not one for fuss I hate fuss I hate birthdays I'm just not a fussy person but I will do anything for anyone my dad is the exact same you know every time I went overseas he'd be the first one to bring me to the airport to pick me up to you know to if I'd done something online he'd be showing his customers this and the other and it's mad like you don't appreciate the small things in life but I did find that you know I've been home since January and you know, I spent six months at home with, you know, daddy and my sister and my two brothers and little nephew. And first time we've all been together in probably six years since mammy passed away. So, you know, it was very special. But, you know, I believe I was, it was meant to be. I was meant to be home for that six months. I was meant to live at home. You know, I came home there in, in February when my granddad passed away and... I think like everything happens for a reason and me being at home was meant to be and 
it's kind of mad because you know before daddy passed away he dropped me to the airport and he gave me the biggest hug the biggest hug that he's ever given me and I, I couldn't believe it I was like Jesus because daddy wouldn't be a man for affection like myself like I don't really show it kind of do other things like gestures or bringing people you know his thing was bringing to the airport or recently actually I used I love making mince burgers <clears throat> excuse me um, love making mince burgers and he came home there one day with this patty maker and um, looking back now it was just the small things like you know that was his that was that was his way of caring like it was probably got an Aldi or somewhere and it was basically you put your mint in this thing and you squeeze it down and it gets a, it gives you a burger and I kind of remember me kind of dissing him a small bit it's like oh I wouldn't use that and I don't know if daddy took things to heart I don't think he did but maybe he did Hopefully not though, but you know, it's just a small little things like that. He got me that patty maker. And looking back now, I wish I was a bit more appreciative of it. Like, oh, maybe say thanks or rather than like buff it off saying sure I wouldn't use that. I kinda of look back now and it's like I wish I would have said thanks and or even just use it in front of him, do you know? Stuff like that. And I hope if you're listening to this podcast <clears throat> sorry, I got bloody getting blocked up here. If you're listening to this podcast, it's not a podcast about ifs and buts it's just a podcast on appreciating the small things in life that moment there was it may seem really small but looking back now I was like oh maybe I probably should say thanks even though I didn't want to I was never going to use it daddy just have these notions with getting these queers the oaks like you know you come home anything come home there one day with a 15 foot lamp there it's in the sitting room home it's the most awkwardest thing you've ever come across if you watch Toy Story you know, you have them lamps and the, the lamps that bounce around. You come back one of these lads, and it must be about 15 foot. It's absolutely humongous. You have to, has to go out and in and down around. Shocking. At the moment, we have it spread across the room. But uh, he was a devil for these contraptions and these, you know, these yokes. He went through a phase of collecting um, dolls one time. That was pretty scary. Um, but coming back to our little paddy maker, you know, that was his way of caring. It's like he maybe didn't show maybe it didn't show hugs or affection but it was doing them small things like buying that patty maker you know although it was only probably you know whatever it was a couple of euro that to him is probably the gesture and um you know it's looking back now it's it's thinking that wow i would have loved to maybe use in front of him or just be more appreciative but you know him giving me that hug it's mad how the world works like me going to san diego for that few weeks holiday i was meant to go to san diego I was meant to be dropped off my dad. I was meant to get the hug off my dad. Because imagine if I was to get a bus to San Diego or get a bus to the airport and, it, you know, didn't give him a hug. Like, horrific. But I do believe that everything happens for a good reason. And it's always about looking back and looking at them small little moments that helps you move forward. Because it is painful. It's for me and my whole family. And it's, it's not a nice thing to go through. But... If I'm able to look back and look at the small little moments and even like the paddy maker, that one moment will make me be more appreciative of the, my loved ones. It'll make me be a bit more aware when I'm around people. And that's the biggest thing, is to be present. Because, you know, when daddy got me that paddy maker, I wasn't very present, kind of dissed it off. But if we could just be a bit more aware, be a bit more present, and just them little small things like, you know, show a bit of, you know 
not be grateful, but just be more just aware of someone making an effort in their own shape or form. Because the thing is, everyone is doing the best they can with the tools they have. Although you might, your parents or your dad or whatever it may be, you may think that they're doing something wrong or you may think that what they're doing is stupid, but we need always break it down that everyone is doing the best they can. You know, years ago, me and my dad were like, used to fight like cats and dogs. It's probably the same as every father and son and stuff, you know. We just had different ideas. But as I got older, start doing a lot of work on myself, especially with health and fitness, I started to just like see things from his perspective. You know, even though he used to do the Aquarius yokes, he used to drive me absolutely up the wall. He was doing the best he could with the tools he had. And we're all doing the best we can. No one's better than anyone else. No one is less than anyone else. We're all equal. And as long as we're trying our best, that's all that matters. You know, my dad's biggest thing was kill someone with kindness. I think that's a really powerful saying, like, kill someone with kindness. My dad years ago, you know, he was in a bit of a, he was a tax driver, and um, some laugh from town here, bet the Lord of him, like, black and blue, absolutely left him in bits, like, broken jaws and the whole shebang. And uh, my dad just killed him with kindness. He didn't, you know, your man was drunk, obviously, and, and drugs, whatever it may be. And daddy's thing was, but well, what's the point in getting worked up? What's the point in panicking? Just kill him with kindness. And seeing daddy through the years, like, you know, he had the same motto. And my grandfather was the exact same, actually. Kill him with kindness. There's no point complaining. There's no point giving out. There's no point even stressing. <clears throat> because life is going to be life. And... <clears throat> Jeez, I'm really getting blocked up here. Must be pollen in the air. But the biggest thing, and like I said before, these podcasts are they're raw, they're authentic. There's I could buff it out, but what's the point? You know, you want to speak, I just speak. But you know, my dad, he was the kindest man. He'd do anything for anyone. And looking at his funeral, like I was shocked the amount of people that he knew. It was it was unbelievable. Do you know, and I think that's the I think that's the goal in life, isn't it? To impact as many people as you possibly can, to have the impact even when you're not around. And um I feel myself like just getting a bit, you know, um worked up here. Not worked up but a bit emotional just thinking about it because you know, seeing the funeral, seeing the amount of people come up to me and my family and they had a story, they always had a story, some kind of story. There wasn't one bad word to say about him. And like, I've been at funerals before they're big, but this funeral was like outrageous. People that have just been, come from Cork and Belfast and everywhere. But my dad was like a gentle giant. He was known all around Ireland because of his kindness, because he gives, he was give, 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 never took, never, ever took. And that's such a good way to live life. If you can live life always trying to help people, always trying to make people laugh, you know, always doing the best you can, that's what life's about, life isn't about having the shiny cars, life isn't about having a big bank balance, life isn't about having the best handbag or the best pair of shoes, life is about being happy, being fulfilled, but imagine that, imagine being able to impact people, and he didn't even realise he was doing it, that's the most touching and special thing is that 
he didn't realise he was doing it. He was just being himself, like. And um, he was just being his happy, you know, dorky self. And, and it's amazing, like, when, when I'm able to look back and, and see them good memories and see how good of a person he was because, by God, he was a, you know, he was a, a, a man of, just a man of kindness. You know, he's taught me and my siblings a lot about life about being kind about not arguing even like this whole four or five weeks you know me and my siblings we've been pretty solid we've had a little bit of a tiff but we got over very quickly and that's come down to daddy he was the reason why we have that mindset them morals because family is always going to be your number one supporter although they might frustrate you they might you know annoy you family is family and coming back to that once you're always trying your best that's all that matters because what is life we have this perception about life being you know about the handbags and the cars and the shoes and we need to have money in the bank the whole time to be going here and there but we don't life is about being the best version of yourself life is about living life to the fullest being able to wake up motivator energetic to play with your kids play with your grandkids that's the most important thing now you know my dad wasn't healthiest i've said this before don't use his diet was shocking his movement was shocking everything was just not where it needs to be and you know you'd have to look at your health and fitness if you know if the reason why we improve health and fitness is to be around for longer my dad was very very young you know and died suddenly but for anyone listening to this your health and fitness isn't about a six pack it's not about having the you know the abs or whatever it may be it's about just being healthier you know my dad probably hadn't a clue about health and fitness his whole belief was probably health and fitness you have to be slogging in the gym you have to be you know sweating you have to be panicking you have to be wearing sweatbands you have to be you know really tough but it's not Health and fitness is about having better nutrition, having foods that fuel your body, having foods that help you when you're run down, when you're sick, having the good foods to give you energy. You know, you're moving to free up your joints, your pains. And my dad was, you know, he had a lot of aches and pains and stuff. But if daddy was to maybe move more, exercise more, if he was to have his diet on point, who knows? Life could be a different story. But the point is that we always want to make sure that we're trying to be the best version of ourselves. Doesn't have to be crazy. Just simple walk. Simple up and down the road every day for 10 minutes. Good for the head. Good for the mind. Having good foods. Less processed foods. Less, you know, sugary foods. All that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, with health and fitness nowadays, it's gone down the path of your health and fitness is all about calories and it's about this and that. And it's not. And now what we're doing is we're we're looking at food as a number. It's like, okay, this has 300 calories. That's okay. This is 100 calories. That's okay. But we're not understanding that the food we consume is fueling your body. Do you know what I was saying? And Apple keeps, keeps the doctor away. That's such a good saying. And it's so true. Like your food you consume is going to determine a lot about your mindset, about your health, about your, you know, getting better about your body healing itself 
so much benefits for having a good nutrient-dense diet. Huge. We have to imagine our bodies are the biggest asset we'll ever own. So if we're constantly eating rubbish foods, having junk foods, all because it's been our calorie targets, because some fella online there, some girl online has been saying, oh, you can have this, it was in your calories. That's such a bad way to view your health and fitness because you're putting a number on it. It's like putting happiness you know, on your bank balance. Oh, well, if I've got a million euro, I'm going to be happy. If I have 100,000, I'm going to be happy. No, you won't. You will not be happy. You know, you will not be happy. Happiness is an inside job and it comes from the wholesome things in life. My dad, you know, he was never, ever money-driven. Never money-driven. He'd often bring people home in a taxi for free because they hadn't got any money on him. He was just, didn't care. My dad was as happy as waking up in the morning and, you know, feeding my little grand or feeding not my grandson Jesus I'm not old but feeding his grandson AJ you know that was his happiest moment in new lease of life he used to long and you know I noticed this last couple of months living with daddy is that you know he'd often just want to be a home or with the little fella you know he wouldn't bother going working because he didn't need the money he wasn't driven by money he had enough to get by he had enough to pay the bills enough there to do this and enough to buy a bit of food but his happy place was just spending time with AJ that was his happy place and again that's so important too because it's so easy to get sucked into numbers and money but coming back to health and fitness is that it's more than a calorie target it's more than a number on the scales you're eating good nutrient dense foods to fuel your body to give you more energy, to motivate you more. Because that's what it is, you're going to feel better, so you're probably going more motivated to go do something. You know, it's going to help if you get run down or get sick, because we all have an immune system. And foods will help your immune system, foods will help your body repair itself. Now, I'm not saying that um, if you get sick, you know, an apple is going to help you, but if we're constantly eating processed shit, junk foods, how can we expect our body to get better when we get sick? Because all we do is we just turn to medication. But if we were to go back to basics, you know, have a good nutrient-dense diet, with good food, with vitamins, minerals, all the stuff that we know from a child that's good for us, then our body will perform better. It'll run better. It'll be better. May not get sick as much. Then if we're moving, you know, we're getting them happy hormones around the body, we're feeling better. Maybe we'll start then setting goals, whether we're losing weight or whether we're getting stronger. No matter what it is, your health is your wealth. And it's not about a six-pack. It's not about being able to deadlift 200 kg. It's about being healthier and happier and being around for the next 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. I want you listening to this podcast to be able to play with your grandkids when you're 70. Play with your great-grandkids when you're 100 that's the goal in life and then to be able to impact as many people as possible by just give them kindness be happy always trying to help people out you know but nowadays in this world we're so stuck on stuck on you know just being our own lane and being in, independent and you know not needing anyone i see this walking down the streets people on their phones you say hello to someone and they look at you as if jesus what's your problem you know, it's, it's it's crazy on buses, public transport. People always just stuck on their phones looking at other people. You know, I look at my Facebook friends, my close friends, and I often wonder, like, 
you know, if I met these in the street, would we be friends? Probably not. People just like seeing what other people are doing. They like comparing. They like having this thing, oh, well, I'm doing better than them or I'm doing this. And we get so caught up in this rat race of trying to earn all the money and trying to do this and do that. And then we forget about ourselves. Then we put ourselves in the back burner. We're eating quick, easy foods. We're not putting the effort into, you know, we're working all these hours. We're driving to get to work. We're coming home. We're not sleeping right. We're not moving. We're not exercising right. We're sitting down and watching three hours of Coronation Street or Emmerdale, these tenders. You know, we're getting the processed foods. We're eating junk foods on the go. And just everything that's we're doing wrong, we're doing it. And I've done it before. But again, I want you to come back to what is your health? Is this benefiting you or not benefiting you? Because there's no reason that no one on this earth should be able to wake up every single day feeling motivated, feeling empowered, feeling sexy, feeling confident, feeling on top of the world. Everyone listening to this podcast, every person that's alive is allowed to feel that way and they should feel that way. But if we're not looking after our body, mentally and physically, we cannot expect to feel good. We cannot expect to feel good. Instead, we will just continue on as if, you know, this is normal, go to work every day, come back home, do the same stuff. On the weekends, get drunk to feel better, use alcohol as well to feel a different way or take away to try, be happy or go shopping, spend all the money to fill a void to be happy. It's not happiness. Happiness is an inside job and it comes from the stuff we do to our body. That has to be number one. That has to be a number one fundamental if our body isn't in a good place, we're not looking after our body, everything else will crumble. Our job, our relationships, our friendships, everything will fall down. Unless you are the best version of yourself, waking up every single day, feeling empowered, motivated, confident, feeling unbelievable. And again, some people are, are may not feel that way. Some people are probably in, you know, doing everything right and they're not feeling that way. But for the majority of people listening to this podcast, the majority of my audience, they're the, the average Joe Soap, just like myself, I want to wake up feeling that way. And I know when I was overweight, I know when I was carrying a lot of weight, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I was feeling shit. I returned to junk food as a way to feel better. I would spend money on shoes and clothes and bags as a way to feel better. You know, I would do the alcohol on the weekends or have some wine on a Friday night there. Because that was my way to relax. But all I was doing is just masking the issue. It was only when I started losing weight. When I started improving my nutrition. Started training regularly. Started to push my my mind and body. Started to lose weight. Down to 40kg at this stage. Then my life started to just change. I felt better. I was waking up. You know my sex drive was back. I was waking up more energy more motivated I was feeling good situation that would happen whether it's work or friendships I was able to deal with them a lot faster and quicker I was actually liking life again but before that I wasn't because I wasn't used to it the normal was sure this is what you do you go to work you come home you buy spend your money on this and that you save money in the bank for a rainy day and then when it comes to health and fitness I would say oh sure a gym membership do you know 60 euros a month you're mad, I can't afford that. 
but then I'd go spend you know 120 euros a week on alcohol it makes no sense or I'd spend over 100 euros on takeaways or I might spend you know let's say a coffee is 4 euros example let's say you get you know 2 a day that's 8 eight euro let's say 5 that's 40 euros a week on coffee am that right yeah 40 euros a week on coffee but yeah I wouldn't spend like you know let's say 40 euros in gym membership why because I didn't value enough because everything society told me that oh well you need to have the coffees and you know there's no push on physical exercise no push on health and fitness everything seems to be this quick fix mentality and that's not the way to live life it really is you know I watched my mum for years and years struggle with her weight loss struggle with her health and fitness so so much you know my dad never struggled with health and fitness because he never started it you know that's the difference he never started because he never knew he didn't know any better like he all he knew was this is life and getting older I'm supposed to get bit and he wasn't old he was only 55 56 but in his mind Ash I'm getting older and sure I don't need to move and I haven't got time and it's wet outside and sure I don't know what to eat and you know just general people and if my dad was like that how many other people like that and I spoke to people who were you know in their 20s and they have no idea you know they're just following this blueprint that we've been nearly told you know we go to school and we're taught about Henry VIII we're taught about paying taxes and you know we pay taxes and this and that but no one has told us especially now maybe correct me if I'm wrong but no one has told me when I was in school about health and fitness about calories in calories out about good nutrient-dense foods, about foods that help your immune system, you know, about foods that promote healthy eating, that foods that help heal your body when you get sick, when you get run down. Instead, when we get sick, we're told to go get a linsip, you know, go get this and that. Whereas, what about using some food, some natural remedies, like to help us feel better? You know, we're told to take this and that and take all these vitamins and these supplements as a way to feel better, but why don't we get it from real foods so there's a massive big disarray in in life skills because that's what it is your health and fitness is a life skill not taxes or not this or that yes they're important but in school we should be taught about life skills about simple life basics and your health and fitness is the biggest life skill we'll ever own not how to pay your taxes not how to do this and there's probably going to be people disagree but again this is my opinion and it's a very valid opinion you know lear- learning how to pay your taxes learning about this and that it's bullshit in comparison to your actually health and fitness you know we should be taught in a school age about life skills even like relationship skills being able to teach kids how to manage their stress better how to manage their emotions better how to be able to, you know, cook and the importance of food. There should be a whole section on, like, the importance of food. You know, if you end up gaining some weight, how do you get weight back off? If you want to get stronger, how do you get stronger? If you want to get more leaner, more toner, how do you get more toner? Because these are life skills that so many people struggle with. Obesity in the world is skyrocketing. Obesity in Ireland is out through the roof. You know, so... There's a lot to be said when it comes back down to the basics of that. And, and I've got great passion for even more than ever now because, you know, I've had two parents now who have, you know, died suddenly. 
you know, one, trying her best to get in shape to get, you know, get back on track. And she couldn't. And my dad and just, it was something that he didn't know enough about or didn't value. And that's the big word is value. You know, when you value your health and fitness, and again, it's hard to value something when we don't know any different. You know, it's trying to, it's trying to, it's like trying to teach a, an old dog new tricks. It's very hard. But if you teach a puppy like Daisy here from the get go, well behaved. But when you teach an old dog new tricks, very hard. So it comes down to that. You know, this podcast was again a little bit different. Kind of went through all aspects of, you know life and emotions and health and fitness and I just want to finish off on this point here it's not about trying to be positive all the time because I am the least positive person around like you may see that I'm positive or this and that but on my social media I also show the negative times because there can't be positivity without negativity and like I said in the Ray Stars podcast the biggest thing that's probably helped me is looking back at just the good times and being grateful for things that happened. Me coming home in January to spend six months living with my dad for the first time since 12 years since Mammy passed away. Him dropping me to the airport. You know, giving him, him, him giving me that huge big hug. Like, huge moments. Like, ones I'll never, ever forget. Because I could probably count on five, one hand, don't tell him dad hugged me. I think he hugged me. He picked me up from the airport in February. When my granddad passed away. Hugged me then. But it kind of was a bit of an awkward hug. But that last hug he gave me was like. It was a tight hug. I was like Jesus. Calm down a bit there. Thought he was going to burst my organs out there. It was a, it was a tight hug like. Um, do you know. So that's the moment I'll probably cherish for the rest of my life. That one hug. And then. You know the the meat patty. Although it's 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 the the mince burger maker, it's only very small, but it's given me a bit of a lesson in terms of just be a bit more appreciative of the small things. Although it may seem really small for 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 like let's say that meat thing, to me that seemed like not a big deal, but to my dad that was probably huge. That was probably him like saying, "Son, I love you." You know, very proud of you. Do you know? So the point is I like, just no matter who they are, your friends or your family, just be appreciative of the small things. It may not seem like a big deal to you, but for that person it could be like huge. It could be huge. You know, that was my dad's way of showing love. And I'm the exact same. Like I will give some but people don't know that. You know, I've had people in the past, girlfriends who've like got mad because I maybe wouldn't show emotion. I've changed now. But back in the past, I wouldn't have showed emotion. But I would maybe give stuff instead. I think that's my love language is like acts of service. But now it kind of changed after a lot of work on myself. But just celebrate the small wins. Celebrate the small things in life. It's not about, you know, everyone's doing the best they can. It's not about having the fanciest thing in that. Put your health and fitness first. That's the number one priority. Not the handbags, not the shoes, not the cloaks, not the nights out. You know, get yourself in the position where whether you've lost, you want to lose 1 kg or 20 kg, whether you want to get leaner, more toner, whether you just want to get, you know, more ripped, whatever your goal may be, put that as number one. Because when you achieve that goal, when you're feeling good in yourself, everything else will follow. 
But the more we don't do this and we're doing other things to try to get that instant gratification, we're always going to be stuck in a rabbit hole. Number two then is, just appreciate the small things. Everyone is doing the best they can with the tools they have. No matter who they are, what their story is, they're doing the best they can. You know, if someone gives you a broken pen, for some reason, I don't know why it's a broken pen, you know, just say thank you so much, that's, that's such a tough thing to do. Because to you, it's like, oh, this is a broken pen, this is a, this pen is a bit stupid. But that, let's say, that could have been that last person's pen. That, that pen that that person had could have been in their family for the last 50 years, passed down from generous generation. And let's say the pen got broken, but they've maintained that broken pen for the last 20 years. And then they give you this broken pen. And to them, that's like, that's huge. That's like, you know, here you go, Sally, you know, or John, here is a pen. You know, it's your grandfather's pen. And they might they might, they might not say that, but them giving you that pen is like, you know, I'm very proud of you. I want you to have this pen. And although to you it's like a broken pen, say, oh, this is a bit shit. It's broken pen, no ink in it. You probably want to throw it in the bin. But to that person, that could be huge. That could be like them saying, Jesus, you know, proud of you. So always look at the small little moments like that. And at the time that that meat maker, I didn't think nothing of it. As you wouldn't, as you would, as you wouldn't. But looking back now, it it was probably a bigger deal for my dad because that was his way of showing he cared. So I really hope this podcast came across good. If there's any screaming children in the background, that was AJ. Um, but like I said, it's just a, it's an off-the-cuff podcast. I said I wasn't going to do one today, but I just felt like uh, on the day that it is, it would have been quite you know fitting to do a podcast in you know kind of tribute to my dad. Um, and yeah, just about how good of a man he was. He was like saint, absolutely saint. And I want you to leave this podcast with just this one frame of mind kill them with kindness no matter what someone does kill them with kindness because when you can when you can go above this shit in life when you can go above the negativity and have that mindset kill them with kindness you will leave a great mark on this art and you know my dad's legacy is, is here forever he's impacted hundreds of people's lives he was a taxi man thousands probably he impacted so many people's lives and that's a legacy that you know that i would want to strive to be i want to have the legacy that people you know you leave a mark on someone's life a positive impact on someone's life not a negative impact not being known as the person who was you know always negative and distant and had no money and rah rah have the legacy that people say wow he was a good person you know, that time he done this to me, that time he dropped me home, that time he paid for my shop, that time he done this. Because they are the most important things, you know, in life, being kind. Because it will pay you back. You know, it will pay you back in due time. But good podcast, half hour, nice, short, and sharp. Like always, I'd love to hear your feedback on this podcast. Again, it's a very emotional one, very raw one. But you know, share it onto your stories because this is a podcast that can help absolutely anyone and everyone. This podcast isn't just for health and fitness. This podcast could literally 
this could save someone's life because you know there's just little stuff that could change your life so if you got this far i'd love you to share in your stories tag me in it you know send me a dm let me know how you found it and yeah i will um look forward to hopefully hearing some good feedback on it as always take care and adios